sharing our experiences through life, providing a raw and honest perspective on motherhood. Welcome back to episode three. Um, I actually can't believe how well it's done. I know, I know, it's been so good. How was your half term? I've survived it. (laughs) So, I don't know, it's just hard. Like, I just think routine is a key. And I really struggle mentally, like, when I'm not in a routine. And that's nothing to do with the kids or anything like that. It's me. Like, I like to know what I'm doing every day. Like, I like to think, right, what am I doing tomorrow? Right, I've got this, this and this to do. Especially with my job. I just think I can't just, like, I've got to work around the children. And if I'm constantly on the go, I don't really have time to, like, work it has to be when they're in bed and by that time I'm absolutely exhausted so like this week I'm gonna have to catch up with all my work because I've literally said to the agents I'm dealing with it's impossible to do it while the kids are obviously like running riot or I've got like food shopping to do or meals to cook um like it's been quite tough I mean like I've said before I'm fortunate that I've got the carers um with Oakley but even then like it's just a mission to get even out of the house Oh, I know. One minute, like, as a mum, I feel like you're literally winning in life. I rang you, I think, the other day. I think it was Saturday. And um, I was literally, like, thinking, oh, I'm winning. I was, like, up and out. It's 9 a.m. Like, actually put a bit of makeup on for a change and had a shower, blow-dried my hair. And I was literally out there with the kids doing stuff. And then I think it was Saturday. It was, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and I've just got out of the shower. I just brushed my teeth for the start of the day, like – just did not have my life together on Saturday at all and that's okay it's okay to be like that sometimes but I know what you mean like routine is key and I think when your kids start school that is like the greatest feeling because you have to be there at that time you have to be up and out then the kids have got that structure and I think yeah it's so much better. Even for me like I obviously love a routine but I do love, like, I've been able to have the few mornings where it's been, like, getting out of the house at 10 o'clock. Like, that's been nice. But then, I don't know, like, even the kids just go wild at night time when it's bedtime. And, like, they're like, can we stay five more minutes? They always say, five more minutes, that five more minutes. And it's just, they don't have concept of what the actual time is. And then they're shattered by the next day. So it's just, I don't know, it's quite hard. At least, like, when they're at school, you've got to say, like, you've got school tomorrow. And then that's it. Yeah, it's so much easier being strict with bedtime in like school routine and stuff like that. Because I feel like when my kids are off, sometimes you think, oh, let them go to bed that bit later and they'll have a lie-in. Do they ever? They never have a lie-in. Then one morning mine have a lie-in or sleep a bit later is when we're rushing to get ready for school. (laughs) Like my kids, if I let them stay up late, they still get up the same time. So I did try it like a few times in the holidays, but it just didn't work. And then they were like more tired the next day. So it was just like, oh, I wish I hadn't done that. Um, today it was so funny. I was on the phone to Remy, and I was like, Ben, did you just hear that beep?" She was like, "Yeah, what was it?" And I was like, "Just a fucking load of lads." <laughs> it's so cringy, isn't it? Like you literally don't know where to look. Like I'm stuck at red lights, and they're beeping, like trying to get me to obviously look. I did look the first time because I was like, "Who's beeping?" And then obviously they all had their windows down, going way. I was just mortified after that. Like I just felt myself getting so hot. My chest was sweating. My fingers were sweating. And I just couldn't wait for the light to go fucking green. <laughs> Getting beeped at, chatted up by a load of men in a work van. Literally, that's what it was like. <laughs> oh. 
What about you? you know what's, what? your, what's your highlight? The fact that your kids have gone back to school. Yeah, I managed to go to the gym like three times this week, which I feel like if I make time, even if it's like half an hour in the gym or half an hour at Pilates, or if I can get an hour, it makes me feel so much better. It makes me feel like I've got more energy. And yeah, it's just such a good feeling. And I managed to, I think after half term, I was just like, right, get back into routine this week, get some exercise done. And yeah, I feel like that just made me feel so much better. So I'm going to take that as winning. I managed to get some exercise in and yeah, feel good. Oh, that's good. I can't wait to go back to the gym. I feel like I've not been in like months. It's just been one thing after another. And I think it's yeah. hard and I feel like I don't actually get a break. Like obviously the kids are at school, but at that time, like it's either hospital appointments or it's work. So like, yeah. it's just it's trying to find that balance. I feel like now, like once all your carers are like properly in place and the kids are back into school, you've just got to find yourself that little half an hour or an hour and whether that's just you just going down and sitting down for a coffee or whether you go to the gym for half an hour because I don't know actually not that lot when you like first moved out your family home and you got into a bit of exercise when you could that made you feel so much better didn't it like it was like really your escape place wasn't it Oh, it was like it used to just make me feel so much better. And I think when I was in such a bad place in my life, like kind of like, I don't know, it sounds really cringy, but like save me because it just, you just zone out of everything and you like, you're literally focusing on what you're doing and you don't really have time to be thinking like, oh, about this or what stresses you've got. It just an hour or 45 minutes to zone out, like just to just make me feel like a bit of therapy. Yeah, 100%. And do you know what's so funny? I actually, like, used to be like, how do people enjoy going to the gym? Like, I love to enjoy going to the gym or love doing exercise. Like, I just don't get it. And it actually took me. I started the gym when I felt really low in myself and just, I'd say, like, in a bad way. I was just, I was more stressed in that moment of my life. And I was just a little bit, you know, when you get yourself all down in the dumps kind of thing. And I started... And I, I remember Josh saying, you need to do something for you or and do some exercise and stuff. It will make you feel better. And I went. And then because I went in that mindset and it felt like the best thing ever, now I've actually grown to love the gym and grown to love doing exercise, whether it be Pilates or the gym. Um, which it doesn't is so become nice. a chore. Yeah. You actually look at it as like, it's like my my escape my breathing place and I feel like when you as a mum as well sometimes you can get so frustrated and you're just like why are you behaving like that or why are you doing this or whatever it may be and the gym's just that like distress mode and you work hard and you come out and you feel so much better and I feel like I've got more energy which is crazy isn't it to think like you work hard for like an hour or half an hour and you actually come out feeling more energized I know I used to find that and then even like when I used to pick the kids up from school, I still had loads of energy where you'd think you'd be knackered. Yeah, definitely. Where sometimes if you don't do that, sometimes I'm on the school run and I feel like, oh, I can't wait to get on the sofa or chill out and you just feel shattered. As well, I think a lot of people hate the gym because they don't find things that they actually enjoy. Like you said, you like Pilates, like that's a form of exercise. Do you know what I mean? Like a lot of a lot of women actually turn to Pilates and men, to be fair. Um, but like if you find something that you enjoy 
then it doesn't become a chore as well. Like I couldn't go to a gym and be like, right, I'm just going to do an hour of workout because I'd be like, what should I do today? I used to love going to my PT and like she would set up what I'm going to do and it would be different every every time I went in and it wasn't the same repetitive stuff that I would get bored with. A hundred percent. And do you know what? I was always scared going to a gym because like a bit nervous because I used to think everyone knows what they're doing. Everyone knows what exercises they're doing. I would literally be that gal with my headphones on machine hopping and hiding on a machine and literally just looking like I'm doing something, not having a clue what muscle it's working, not having a clue what reps to do or how many I'm doing or anything like that because I didn't know what I was doing. And I think that then puts you off because you see all these like incredible like muscly people and strong people in the gym looking like they know what they're doing and you're literally sit there like where do I start where do I begin it, it becomes like intimidating I think when you first start going to the gym and especially if you go somewhere that's like more men like the more like muscle building ones that's very intimidating oh god yeah I'd run away <laughs> oh my god my friend told me a funny thing the other day actually um she's at a gym that I know some bloke only tried to nip on with her honestly I was mortified I couldn't believe it I've, I've to be honest I took it I took it as like a bit of an insult because I go to the soft play that's at the gym I've never been I've never had someone try to nip on with me I couldn't believe it <laughs> so <I'll never laughs> soft play. honestly I could not honestly I couldn't believe it though like obviously it's a child play so you wouldn't think stuff like that happens but I was just like you know you're in shock I was just like what she was like telling you. I mean, what did she do? She was just in the gym. She was just like, oh, I was just being polite. She was like, oh, he's canny, he's nice. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. And then she was like, next thing, you know, like you're trying to nip on with me. I was like, what? I won't be going to that gym. All that soft play anytime no. soon. No, what dad's some men just have a, some people though are just so forward. Like I couldn't ever just go up to a guy and start talking to him. And like, I'm sure there's men out there that couldn't just go up to women and just start talking to them. Like, I think you're either forward or you're not. And like, I'm quite a shy person. Like, if you saw me out in the club, you would literally be like, Tally, like, you've got a face like a smacked ass. You look rude. Because like, I just feel so intimidated by people. Like, especially men. I don't know what it is. Like, I can ever just go up to a guy and be like, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Let alone trying to bloody nip on with him in a gym. Like, eh. Yeah, that's absolutely outrageous. I suppose it probably only happens in Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> the land of Jordans. Yeah. You're from the posh ends, hun, so you're fine. What is the best piece of advice you have received as a mum? Um, I would say like don't compare your situation to other people's situation like every family's different every child's different every family dynamics are different and I feel like everyone looks at social media and think that there's like a perfect insta life or a perfect child sleeping or a perfect child eating and I just think I used to be so wrapped up in thinking like having the perfect life's like the the dream and that's how it should always be a fairy tale and it's like it's not it's really not and even for instance, like we never used to be able to go out, like we said on the last podcast, like or do things as a couple or things like that when I was obviously with the kid's dad. And for me, like you look at these Pete families on Instagrams, whether they do like the going out all the time with the couple, with their partner, or, you know, they have the family help. And I would always like 
compare it instead of actually thinking right what can I do to change my situation to make it better for me and my family I would just get the ump and be like that's not fair like I feel like Mm. that's a huge thing like even as a family life or even just a single parent like don't compare your situation to other people's situations 100% like even your situation is completely so different to my situation yeah Definitely. And I think even with a lot of things, we compare in so many different ways as well. Um, Yeah, I would say my advice would be go with your gut and trust your instinct as a mum, because I'm not sure about you, Talia, there's been so many times before, definitely as a new mum, that you feel like you're sort of like, not sort of waiting for people to tell you, but you, in your gut, you know, but you just feel like someone, am I doing this right? Am I doing this? Or do they need to see a doctor now? Or whatever it may be, I just feel like you need to trust your gut as a mum and trust your instinct because your mum always knows best. I think as a mum, you you naturally do know and you, you know best. That would be my advice. That's a good one, to be honest, because I've been in terrible situations like with Oakley, where if I hadn't trusted my gut, I don't know what would have happened and even a doctor's told me that so I feel like that is a a good thing but then it's also when you are a new mum when you have the baby you literally have the baby and if you're fine the baby's fine you're off home but there's no like here's a book to how to parent here's a book book to like your first six weeks of being at home like you're literally thrown in the deep end and you literally have no clue so like you literally have to listen to your gut with everything that actually probably leads into one of the other questions we got asked um and that was what advice would you give to mums who are feeling overwhelmed um and I think that's quite like really similar isn't it I just think if it's me just take your time and you can only do your best and your best is enough as a mum like you're not the only one feeling like that or like it's natural to feel low sometimes as a mum and a new mum especially and I feel like there's this massive persona isn't there to you know be amazingly happy and be like oh my god I've got a new baby and like I'm so happy and life is perfect like you said before Talia and I think it is natural sometimes to feel overwhelmed and to feel down or feel tearful and I think there's a massive like sort of pressure isn't there as a new mum oh I think there's a huge pressure like I found it really really difficult when I had Sienna like really difficult like my nan helped me so much and I appreciate us like ridiculous amounts and if it wasn't for her I just think like I wouldn't have coped like I went back to work very quickly after having seen I worked at HSBC full-time I used I didn't drive I used to get on the train at like six o'clock in the morning not get home till like six o'clock at night and if it wasn't for my nan because I couldn't afford to obviously put Sienna into childcare like I think I would have really really struggled and she showed me how to wean sienna she showed me how to like get her nappies like she showed me so much because it is so overwhelming and especially because i had her so young i really struggled with it yeah definitely i think there's so much i i I don't know what it is i feel like as mums people just expect that we need to like be this amazing like positive of energy and I feel like sometimes it is easy to feel like you're losing yourself and you know losing I'm not just mum and I'm I'm Remy and I'm still Remy and I think that's another thing isn't it that ties into it like it's 
sometimes you feel like you're losing yourself in being a mum at times and you need to like take a step back and do stuff for you as well yeah I think that's so true because it's so overwhelming like no matter what situation you're in it's really really hard and there's so many like I see TikToks I see Instagram reels of the whole like losing yourself when you have a child and it's not because of anything negative you just lose who you were because you become someone else because you have to and there's so much pressure on us mums to be this perfect mum and you do forget to look after yourself because you're looking after obviously your children which is only right but I don't know the whole situation is quite overwhelming I think definitely Definitely. And like this, I just feel like everything's put on a mother. Like in my situation, I feel like everything's put on the mum. Like it's really hard to like, I don't know how to say this, but I feel like the kids, everything that goes on with the kids is the pressure is put on to me. Like I think even financially, like I look after me and the kids, like I work a lot, even with like Oakley's hospital appointments, like there's so much pressure on me. And I'm sure there's a lot of medical families that can probably relate to this. It's really hard to try and balance of having a little bit of looking after yourself as well as putting your children first. Oh, 100%. And that probably goes the same for you. Like you're literally running around like a blue ass fly most days that sometimes you think like there's no downtime to look after you. Definitely. And I think that's why my highlight of the week this week was managing to go to the gym and I just put I felt like after the week of half term I needed to put that time aside and I think I'm learning that as well I'm learning that you know whether it be an hour a day but just some time for yourself um because we need that to be the best mums we can be the best wives or the best partners or like you said like the mum and you you need that like you're superwoman you're juggling everything and you know sometimes you do feel like you're crashing and burning yeah it it does become just like a huge operation at times like I think I've really struggled the past few weeks because I have had the kids full on um obviously I've done it every single day like it's been really tough and I'm not complaining because I love being a mum but I've not had any downtime like my downtime in the evenings I've been working and it's just a lot like it's a lot to take in oh should we tell everyone the story the other day no, don't you dare, or otherwise I'll cut the recording. <laughs> <laughs> Remy, where? No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, seriously, I think it's something nice. I just think it just shows how all relationships are so different. And I think it's nice that you do things like that for you and your partner. So, for all the people that are listening, you know that I took the piss out of Remy with her poems the other day. She did write Josh one the other day. She's not showed me it. She's not read me it she wouldn't even tell me anything that it's about but she did make a collage which I couldn't believe it was like an art attack job of pictures of him and her just to obviously I don't know just put a smile on his face and wrote, wrote a poem and I was mortified no I was on FaceTime I was mortified <laughs> I was on FaceTime and Sienna was going I'm gonna be sick <laughs> yeah I was <laughs> I was like, Sienna, this is what you do when you get your first boyfriend. <laughs> and Tally was like, no, you won't. No, I like just doing little nice things. And I feel like, you know, if someone has a stressful week or, I don't know, he spends time away from home training, I'm just like, you know what? Come 
to a, a collage of pictures. A collage. Honestly, um, it looked like Roman, Roman and JJ had put it together. I could not believe it. And I went, I, what's he going to do with a collage? I was expecting a collage of, like, photo box or something like that that's been, like, professionally done, like, printed, amazing. Like and it was a stick, cut and stick job. <laughs> Literally on a piece of paper. Yeah, it was unreal. I love it. I wonder if you he took it to the gym. Wherever he goes. <laughs> Definitely Stop. still on the table. <laughs> you told me he seat, seat belted it in the front of the car, so he's got you of all times. No, to be fair, like it's nice. Like, I do know that there are couples out there that are like, is it what's what's the saying? Is it a hopeful romantic? Is that the right thing? Or have I made that oh, up? Yeah, I know what you mean. There's a saying, isn't there? Like, I don't know, some sort of like romantic thing. And I do think it's nice. It's just, I think I've just, my heart's turned into the queen, ice queen now, because it's just like, yeah, I just think I get cringed out too easily now. And I just think no one's nice. Um, yeah, oh, indeed. I did have such a funny dilemma. It got sent in um, last week and I was belly laughing and I was absolutely mortified. So <laughs> this girl, she started dating this new guy and she was sending him an underwear picture in what she thought she did. However, it sent to the mum's WhatsApp group of the new nursery chat. <laughs> oh, my God. To make, it, to make it worse, she was new there and only met the mum's once. <laughs> and she sent an underwear picture into the nursery mum's group chat <laughs> can you imagine <gasps> i'd be absolutely broken mortifying like, it's horrendous i mean what would you do if that happened? I, what, if, what would you do i'd leave the nursery i'd never ever go back again ever i couldn't be yeah, that's shocking imagine <laughs> what would you do if that was you well first i would try the delete button because you can delete the message yeah, that Straight away. Oh, I, I mean, don't know. I, I, w I would have to exit the group chat and block every single one of them <laughs> and they'll probably have to leave the nursery. I'd be so upset. I thought I would relocate. You love a good nude photo. Definitely not. So I'll tell you what, I've got a question for you. So how many years married are you and Josh now? We got married in 2016. No, we don't. We got married in 2019. So we with the whole romantic thing, would you still send nudes to each other this later on and married with kids? Is that a thing or not? I'm not a send nude kind of girl. Oh, really? So that's not a thing? Not a thing. What if your phone that's got hacked? I know, but you've got face right, ID. Got... Yeah, I know, but no, 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 no. Not that kind of girl. The only news I've got on my phone uh, of you <laughs> or your boobs. <laughs> yeah, but I think when we when you're with your partner, I would not be asked whatsoever. Yeah, but he sees me at home. He don't need to take a picture. Tally is melons are on my phone. I know. I hope you've got a code for that. Josh will be absolutely mortified. <laughs> yeah. 
I think it's only right though, like women do show each other like their boobs, like especially me, like when I first had them done, obviously I'm going to send you a picture of them. Like I think that's a normal thing, like it's a girl chat and I don't know, like even that thing about like the whole lump thing I sent you on the top, like the top half of my back, like, sorry, the bottom half of my back, but the top of my bum, like I wouldn't feel like, oh no, I can't send that to Remy because I would feel a bit violated. Like I wouldn't even, wouldn't even be asked. I think girls no, have I that don't. sort of relationship. I think it's okay. Yeah, a hundred percent. hundred percent. So the love has died with the nudes, but not with the poems. I'll keep cutting and sticking collages. <laughs> Stop it. That's so funny. Poor Josh. How do you feel when you like, you know, when you do like your reels or your Insta and stuff like that? And there's like certain ones in like your undies and stuff like that. Do you feel confident and or do you ever get like shy or embarrassed or I don't know, like, or are you like, what, like, how does that feel? Because you get so much love. I think when I first did it, I was, I found it quite difficult, really difficult actually. And then, I don't know, I started following more girls that were doing like, you know, certain adverts that I would do, I was doing like even like bikini ones or even underwear ones. And then like, it gave me more confidence. But then also I think I've had four kids, like I've had four kids. I should be proud of the body that I've got. And everyone should be proud of what body they've got so I think if anything it gives me a little bit more incredible. confidence when it does go live you are you look incredible as well like your body does not look like it's had four kids um and like the amount of love you get on there and you know rightly so I follow so many girls and I'm literally like massive fan girl of so many on Instagram and I see their reels and I'm like they look incredible they look insane so I do love it and I feel like the love you can get on stuff like that is great I must be lucky but then also I, like I don't do it for the fun of it do you know what I mean I don't put a picture up in my bikini for the fun of it like it's always a paid ad and I just got to think like it's my work like it's not doing anything like sleazy it's not naked it's nothing like that it's literally in something that I'd walk around in at the beach or at a swimming pool even when I've took underwear campaigns on it's still you know, it's like a bikini, like what difference does it make? Your bits are covered, it shouldn't make a difference. And yeah, I am getting paid for it and it's my job. So the money that you can earn through social media platforms by doing clothing brands or underwear brands or swimwear, or even like my tanning videos, like I've got to be able to show a tan in a bikini or underwear. Do you know what I mean? Because no one's going to care if you've got fully clothes and you're doing it on your face. So, you know, I've got to stick to certain scripts as well like and show, you know, say it's a, a tanning video like I've got to be able to be in a bikini or or a, um underwear so I think that obviously gives me a little bit more confidence as well because I think well at the end of the day like it's a lot of money to be able to earn in a short period of time to be able to do a video and I don't think I do anything disrespectful that I think oh my children are going to see that in years to come and hate that like I don't do anything like that it's public um you know they're well-known brands that I work with so and I do think as well that like I follow a lot of women on social media. I follow, I look for women on social media and think, oh, I love that account. I'm going to follow them. And the girl love that you get when you do post like underwear photos or, you know, bikini photos, the love that you get from other women just boosts your confidence even more than if a male commented. Yeah, 
so true i think the power of like women love is insane on instagram and i love that but then would you do that if the price was right oh um <laughs> no i don't think so and do you know what i respect what? i respect all the other women that do do it i really do like i think it's incredible I, i'm like i said i'm massive fan girls of them all and it's good for them but i wouldn't choose to i'm really shy like I would literally look like Bridget Jones. <laughs> I couldn't take myself seriously. I just don't think I'll be able to do it right. I'd be yeah, but then you show your do pictures on your Instagram of you in a bikini, like on a beach. Like, would you not think that if someone said, "Right, I want you to do a tanning demo," and you're in your house and you're doing a tanning demo in a bikini, would that be like absolutely not? I know I do photos on the beach, but I feel like they're just pictures. Like, maybe I've just got to get get my reels my real confidence yeah I, I I get that though that then I think once you get confident on the reels and stuff like it makes yeah. it easier because some of them can just look crap can't they yeah it's so true so true but yeah massive respect to all you girlies that are smashing life and doing the most insane reels because I'm looking at you guys like that's why I need to go to the gym <laughs> There's a funny dilemma here, actually. Speaking of, like, body parts, I accidentally set my Lady Garden as my Snapchat story. Oh, they meant sent. Oh, set my Lady Garden as my Snapchat story. Oh, wow. They've obviously Lady gone Garden. to send it to someone. <gasps> Pardon? They're nanny. They're nanny. They're nanny. Is that what you call it, a nanny? <laughs> That's outrageous. <laughs> Can you imagine? The whole Snapchat friends. And also that. you can have you can have Snapchat, right? So you set it publicly so everyone can see, or you can have Snapchat where it's just people that you have added and they've accepted you. So wow. Either way, I'd be fuming. How do these people <laughs> step out of the house again? <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> I would hide for the foreseeable. Especially because some people have got like their mums on Snapchat. Some people have got like their dads, their brothers, like family members, because you can filter it through your contacts, can't you? Like, wow. That is. That's <laughs> I have no words. That's Do you know what? I see something on, um, on I think it was like Lab Bible or something like that the other day. And it was like your iPhone, like, even when you you it's locked, it does like this certain thing where it takes pictures, um, like every few seconds or something. And I don't they don't get saved to your camera. I don't know where they go, but I'd seen something and I was like, oh, that's well creepy. Oh, see, this is what I mean. I don't trust trust the cloud phone. No, I do think that the technology is getting too advanced, where it's like becoming a bit scary. Like they can't control it, and suddenly all the news you've taken tally are out. The universe. Stop it. <laughs> Empowering my body to you. To you. <laughs> and then I'm going to say to you, this is why you're just cutting sticking collages. <laughs> Stop it. I don't believe you. I think that's an absolute blatant lie. I might actually get Josh on a podcast. Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Because I know for a fact he will tell me different. 
I've been speaking to a guy I met online. I live in the north and he lives in the south. We agreed to meet halfway in Leeds, but he didn't turn up. He's now begging me to meet him again. Should she meet him and give him another chance? Oh. No, because I live in Newcastle and I've drove to Leeds before and it's like two hour. Like, absolutely not. So that's a two hour journey there, a two hour journey back. She's been pied. Leave it. Yeah, but he's begging. What would you do, Rem? You would a million percent. Oh, I knew you would say <laughs> that. I knew you'd say that. Ridiculous comment. Yeah, but there could be a reason why he didn't like turn up last time. He could have been really nervous. Maybe give the man That's a second. That's not a good chance. enough excuse. You could be missing something great there. Oh my god! Absolutely. It's just so pointless asking her these questions because the heart comes out, <laughs> and it's just like, no. Sometimes you've got to think with your head hung. She's drove to. I don't think you realise how far that is from like Newcastle. She lives in the north. He lives. In... Well, actually, saying that the north is—is is it Newcastle or is it further up? The north could be like, could the north be Scotland? Edinburgh. That was the worst. Yeah, Edinburgh's like ages away from here, and that was the worst Edinburgh accent I've ever heard. I think for me, I love a Geordie accent, a London accent. I don't know. I just think you get like that whole. You love love certain accents, don't you? You love a London geezer. Yeah, I love a lemon squeezer. Lemon squeezer? Yeah, it means geezer. <laughs> geezer, geezer, lemon squeezer. Bacardi breezer. No, Rem. <laughs> I forgot about Bacardi breezers. I used to love them. <laughs> oh, do you remember WKDs? I still, well, when I used to go out, I would still drink them. Don't or in the summer, me. I love I love WKD. I can't drink price. them. What do you drink? Oh, I love a little Malibu and pineapple. See, pineapple sets me what for cystitis. Can't drink anything like that. Yeah, I love a Malibu and pineapple. Love a glass of rosé. See, I don't like Malibu. I don't think I've ever come across a drink that I think, oh, I could really drink that all night and I'm enjoying it without throwing up. I don't think I've ever come across a drink that's like that. I do think I'm allergic to alcohol, though. Yeah, you're not because I literally right? have no. I have two drinks and I spew. Like it's just, I would rather go out for the crack, get dressed up and have a good time and have a laugh than actually sit there getting more. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. That's not. I don't know because yeah. it just ruins my night. I have three drinks or two drinks and I start spewing. I just think, oh, I would literally sip one drink for hours, and I don't even like the taste of it. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> sorry i'm just laughing because if you as you guys can only hear us you can't see um i've had someone come in i did a little video before we started recording and said about like cheating or like x and stuff like that and someone has actually messaged saying that um they slept with someone and they kept their socks on it's a huge ick for me <laughs> don't worry darling if that is a huge ick for me as well has that ever happened to you, Talia? Um, <laughs> no, it was an awkward pause. I'll take that as a yes. I can't. It's the socks. Fluffy. I think the socks kill. A socks kill like the whole. What sort of word? Are you a foot you kind of girl. What I color were they? 
what the socks mm. white but i would say that they should have been white but i'm more like they've not used vanish so like gray oh even worse like i just think socks is just a no-go but then i i've got quite nice feet i'm not gonna lie and i do i appreciate a nice foot because foot aren't pretty anyway so like i just think you should be comfortable to be able to just take your socks off as well like you take your pants off why can't you take your socks i think it's general like courtesy get your toes out <laughs> i don't mind feet though like i'm not asked by that you know some people are really gross by feet i'm not my feet are gorgeous no oh my god Remy showed me her feet once on facetime i couldn't believe it she had like herman the hammer toe like you should have seen the size of it <laughs> no i did not i did not you're such a right this episode's getting really bullish, so I'm going to... Uh... <laughs> no, just tell everyone what happened to Herman. You call it Herman. What happened to him? I don't call my toe Herman. You're making me sound like a right freak on this podcast. Henry. I don't call my toe Herman. I don't call it Henry. I had a dodgy toe once because <laughs> I and my nail really hurt and I lost my nail. My nail has now grown back and I've got beautiful feet, beautiful toes. And you're going to wrap it up on that note. You can all dream about my home. No. And, um, Do you know what, um, though? Like, I had one. I did have one, right? My second toe. Like, I used to play football when I was a kid. And it, like, come off, obviously, playing football. And then it, eventually it took years and years and years to grow back, like, being a normal toenail again. Like, it was awful. But it's, yeah. it, I, I did save it. Thank God. R.I.P. Herman. Go on then, Talia, wrap it up. Well, I just appreciate everyone listening to our podcast. Remember, when you're listening, guys, can you download it for us? It means the world. And leave a review. You can leave one to five star. Five star would be very appreciated. Also, follow us on Patreon at Mama Said What, Instagram at Mama Said What. And yeah, we will speak to you next week. Rumble in the jungle. See you later. Rumble in the jungle.